0: hey everybody welcome to get to know jesus today is april the 14th on a tuesday hope everyone had a great day today um i wanted to go over another verse for verse study uh, romans chapter 12 hopefully i'll be able to get through it all again everything i do on whenever i do studies it is verse for verse that away there is no my interpretation or you know this is what this guy says and this is what this guy says it's straight out of the word and this is what he this is what god is saying because that's who we need to hear from they don't nobody needs to hear from me so if you would please turn your bibles to romans chapter 12 we're going to be going over a little bit on some uh on how to really live for the lord and what that takes Serving God with the gifts he's given us. Behaving like a Christian should. Which is one of the biggest issues I believe we have. And I want to just state this before we start. And I might say it again, but I'm going to say it now. In chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. If you cannot do those, you will not be able to do follow what the rest of this chapter talks about that we'll be going over. Again, if you cannot do what these first two verses are explaining to us to do. That the Lord is telling us to do through Paul. You will not be able to, to do the rest of this chapter. Or really live for Jesus at all. So, with that being said. Let's get into it. Chapter 12, verse 1. Paul says to the Roman church. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So again, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, in other words, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. So it's because of God's mercy, his grace and his mercy, that we're even able to be called his. So now if we receive that grace and that mercy, we should be living our lives for Jesus. We should be denying ourselves and living for Jesus every day. Every morning that we wake up, we should all be just in thanksgiving to the Lord. Remember what what he says in uh, Philippians chapter 4. I believe it's verse 6 through 8. He's saying, do not be anxious but in everything with thanksgiving and supplication and prayer. Be thankful in the morning and and just ask the Lord to use you. Deny yourself right there at the beginning of the day. Deny yourself and just let the Lord lead you in everything. You know, I, I like the way Jesus did say it in Luke chapter 9 verse 23. He paints us another picture, a little bit about what Paul is talking about. So, Paul's talking about presenting your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Jesus says in Luke 9, 23, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. That word daily is very, very key and follow me a lot of people maybe they only want to they only want to live for jesus on sundays and wednesdays or maybe just sundays and then say okay well i'm good for the rest of the week i got enough juice to get through the rest of the week and then i come back sunday and then just live a holy and acceptable life to jesus on that day and then no 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 this is a daily experience it's a daily walk with jesus It's a privilege to be able to serve Him. We should be denying ourselves every morning, every day, throughout the whole day. Presenting our bodies a living sacrifice to Him. So putting yourself away and soulfully living for Jesus. Knowing that nothing good comes from us as humans, but that every good thought first comes from the Father God Himself. And then He goes on to say... Do not be conformed, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we, I talked about this, my wife and I, when we did the study on 1 John chapter 4. There, People should be able to tell a difference in us, in the, in the true Christians. They should be able to tell a difference, they, the world should be able to tell a difference if you're really living for Jesus or not. You know, are you presenting your body a living sacrifice every day are you denying yourself and picking up your cross daily and following jesus every day or are you saying you're saved but you're still over here kind of in the same old mud over here in the world living the same old life yet now you're just the only thing that's changed is you say yeah well i've been forgiven but you keep living in your sins if you're that person i've got a second question you second guess you and ask you if you really are saved because if you are saved you wouldn't want to be living in those sins anymore the lord will be convicting you so so hard to want to put your old lifestyle away that you'd have no other choice but to put it away so he says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so our mind becomes renewed. Once we give our life to Christ. He gives you a whole new mind. A whole new mindset to everything. He opens your eyes to so many things. That you never were able to see. And you continue to grow. Daily. As you deny yourself daily. And pick up your cross and follow him daily. You're renewing your mind daily. You you literally want, you literally can literally look back. And see how you have become. If you do these things. And all this is also. A big part of this is prayer. But if you do these things you will start to see yourself just kind of pull away from the world and you'll just start to see yourself become more like christ every day though we won't be like him on this earth we will one day be like him in heaven we're gonna we're still gonna mess up and sin on this earth but we grow from these things we learn from these things you know we don't get right to the top right away it's a growth and patient process but you know, you don't go from a baby to a man right off the back. It's a you grow up. You learn things. You fail, you you you, you learn. So it's a, it's a walk. And in this walk, we need to pick up our cross daily and, and follow the Lord Jesus. So ask yourself, how how are you living your life for Jesus? What are you doing every day to live to to present your body a living sacrifice to God? He put he put his own son. He 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 sacrificed His body literally for us. How much more should we serve Him every day? For me, it's pretty easy to not be conformed to this world. Though sometimes I still do it. And that's whenever I kind of fall away and take my eyes off the Lord. But whenever I have my eyes fixed on Jesus, it's easy for me to just ask myself, Well, if He was willing to die for me. And then I ask myself again well, what's more important the things of this world or the things of my heavenly home which is eternity in this world which is only but a vapor in the wind as it says and, and that's an easy question for me to answer the things of my Lord Jesus the things that are eternal that's more important to me so I can put away this world Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith... For his, so he's so so there shouldn't be any type of pride. There shouldn't be anyone trying to boast themselves up or boast about themselves. The Lord says, "The pride or the um, the exalted will be hum- humbled, and the humbled will be exalted." Humble yourself. Think soberly. Think clearly. Clear-minded. You know shouldn't be taking drugs you shouldn't be getting drunk with alcohol if it i don't care if it's you know i've heard some people say oh well i i don't agree with cocaine and meth and all the pills and and all that stuff okay cool but you know weeds okay that comes from the earth no i have to stop you right there it's not okay why do you think people call it the gateway drug you know if it put it this way if it has the ability to take over your mind to take control of your mind to to do what the holy spirit is supposed to be doing don't do it and i can tell you from first experience weed cocaine all that stuff don't do it alcohol i would recommend you don't do it i know the bible says it's okay to drink wine which is fine but if you've ever had an issue with it in the past don't do it you're just tempting yourself to fall into to sin Don't do that. Don't do that. So think soberly. Think clear minded. Put away the things of this world. Deny this world. Don't be conformed to this world if you want to think soberly. Transform. The renewing of your mind in Christ. For as we have many members in one body. But all the members do not have the same function. So we being many, he's talking to the church, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching he who exhorts an exhortation he who gives with liberality he who leads with diligence he who shows mercy with cheerfulness well there's a lot in here that i could really slow it down and really do a lot of actually a lot of episodes or one extremely long episode on this but i really didn't want to get too much into it so i'll just kind of skim right over it all again and just do a little bit of explanation so back up to verse uh verse six having then gifts differing according to the grace so we've all received the grace of jesus christ those who believe in jesus believe who he was that he came to this earth and was perfect died on the cross for all of our sins and rose from the third day ascended to the to heaven at the right hand of the father and send back his holy spirit if you believe in that and confess your sins to him and forgiveness well hey you've received grace the grace of god and he now has found uh pleasure in his son who now lives within you so we've all received that grace those who are his having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us let us use them He's talking about the other gifts that each of us have. So we all in one church as the whole church of Christ. We're all one in Christ. Yet we're each an individual in ourselves. So we each have different gifts. Some might have the same. But we should all, a lot of us have got different gifts. And we should be using them unto the Lord. And so he explains it. He says, if you can prophesy, then prophesy in proportion to your faith. Ministry. Let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching. So work unto the Lord in, in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. So give with freedom. Don't put any type of uh, interest on any type of giving that you give out. You know, saying, oh, well, hey, you know, if you don't pay me back, then that's it. You know, I'm going to have to start charging you more. Don't be doing that. That ain't right. This ain't a bank. He who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. If you go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 through 24, I just wanted to say one little thing on all of this right here. Having these gifts... We should be using these gifts for the glory of God. Not for, not for men, not for boastful reasons, but for the glory of Jesus. It says right here to the Colossian church, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. So work unto the Lord and not to men. Use these gifts for the glory of Jesus, not for men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So we use these gifts for God's God's will, for his honor, for his pleasure and glory. Let me tell you now, you're not gonna be able to use these gifts for his for his glory, for his honor, for his pleasure, if you're not thinking soberly, if you're still conformed to this world and you're not transforming. By the renewing of your mind in Christ, you're not gonna be able to use these gifts for His honor if you're not giving your body up as a living sacrifice every day. Remember what I said. I said if you don't do these first two verses and the third verse also, you're not gonna be able to do. You're not gonna be able to live for Jesus at all. You know, when you give your life to Christ, it's not just a okay one and done. Now I get to go back and live my life every day. No, now you've received God's grace, and now you're you. Now you have a way to heaven because of Jesus. It doesn't stop there though. That's just the beginning. Christ laid out an example on how we need to live, and now, if we would just follow His word and do what He has, what mimic what Christ has done, and follow His word and do what He has called us to do. My goodness, you guys, it is, the joy is overwhelming on the way you can live your life for Christ on this earth. So we aren't just to be saved and then that's it, you know, one and done, all right, start living in sin again. No, you have grace. Now it's time to go live for Jesus. It's time to really live this life the way we were supposed to live it, the way we always meant to live it, to glorify God. So use those gifts. Work unto the Lord. Think soberly. Do not be prideful. Humble yourself. Then he says in verse 9, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. So evil, evils is of this world. Good, good comes straight from God. So, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ. In Christ, is where our mind is renewed, as we become more like Him. So do not, so do not, do not love with hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Put away the evil things of this life, the evil things of your life. You know what they are. You, you, you know, we're all. You should be, you, you know what, what is right and what is wrong. Put away the things that are wrong. If you're having issues with abhorring what is evil, anything that is not of Jesus is evil. Let me just say it like that. If you are having issues with with some things that you're having problems, put away something that you know you shouldn't be doing. You guys go to the Lord with that. Be open with Him. Be honest with Him and be truthful with Him in prayer. He'll take those things away from you as long as you're willing to give it to him. If you're willing to give it to Jesus, he'll take it from you immediately. David's an amazing example of how to pray. You go through the book of Psalms and you see how honest he was with God. He just poured his heart out. He didn't hold anything back. He was straight up with God. and That's, some, that's a great example on the way we should be praying also. So let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. We should be wanting to do what is good. We should be wanting to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. So there it is again as we talked in 1 John chapter 4. Brotherly love. It's so easy to 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 kind of get envious in the church with others, with others in Christ. That's why he says to talk to to love them. Remember, they're saved too. They're your brother. Love them. Be effect, Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Again, in honor, giving preference to one another, so we should be talking to each other as, as fellowship fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ is a picture of how our fellowship is with God. You know, are you loving them? Are you, are you being honest with them? If you're not being honest with them, well, maybe you're not being honest with God. The way our fellowship is with our brothers and sisters in Christ is a picture of our fellowship with God. So we should be loving our brothers and sisters. We should be we should not only be correcting our other fellow Christians, we should if we see one of the other another Christian doing something wrong, we should be correcting them. Paul talks about that to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 23 through 26. We should be You know, just talking, just conversating, just fellowshipping in love, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, always serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. There it is again, continuing steadfastly in prayer, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. I'm gonna check something out real quick in James chapter one. I believe he says something very similar to what Paul just said about being patient in tribulation. And he says in chapter one verse two, my brethren and James. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So be patient in these trials. It's gonna. The, the, he says it right there. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete. Lacking nothing. So be patient in those trials. Know that they're there to. To bring you patience by your faith. Continuing in prayer. It's so important that we stay in prayer. Distributing to the needs of the saints. Given to Hospitality you know we should be especially in the times we're in now as COVID-19 is just it's hitting us in ways that we never saw coming it's affecting you know just everything the our lifestyle businesses are shut down many people and families have lost jobs and the grocery store is just going insane I mean they are they're not stocked on a lot of things and there's a lot of things that people are in need of so we should be helping if we have money I believe the Lord should be stirring your heart to want to go out and help help those who don't who who can't go out there and just you know stock up or buy what they need. And the Lord said in Matthew chapter 25, he said, you know, as as little as you did it to one of these, you also did it to me. There it is again, serving the Lord. That's how we can serve the Lord. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. That takes me back to when Jesus was on the cross. You know, Jesus was 100% man. He was perfect, and yet they made false testimony against him. You know, if I was any of us on the cross, or, you know, if I was any of us during those in that position, and somebody was making false testimony about me or about anyone else, We'd be real quick to jump up and say, no, 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 what you're saying is wrong. You know, we'd be real quick to want to fight. We'd be real quick to want to bite back and just throw down with them. But our Lord, He... He he was being persecuted. He was about to be crucified and killed for nothing. Well, for the wrong reason. They men were, were, were putting them up there It had to happen because our sins had to be put up there on the cross so that we would have a way to the Father. But you understand we put him up on that cross. That should have been us up there. But we put him up there. He didn't deserve to go up there. He who knew no sin became sin though. For he loved us so much. But they spat on him. They beat him. They put a crown of thorns in his head. I mean, go back to, I did, a, I did a medical report on the Lord, and just think about what he went through, and listen to what he went through as I taught a little bit on it, and not once in there did he say, oh, I mean, he even told Pilate, he said, I could send down a legion of angels and take you all out. But he knew the will of God. All these people, they did all these things to him, and yet at the very end, as he was up on that cross, he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. He even says it in Matthew chapter 5. Verse 43. He talks about whenever we are persecuted. Which we will be one day. He says you have heard that it was said. You shall love your, en- your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. And do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So there it is, right there. Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 through 44. Our Lord saying it very clearly for us. And Paul reminding us just again to bless those who persecute you. Bless, do not curse. Again, you won't be able to do that if you're not denying yourself. Because if you don't deny yourself and you try and not not to curse somebody as they persecute you, you're going to fail. Because it's not Christ, it's you. But if you deny yourself and let the Lord live live the day for you, if you let Him lead you, if you follow Him, you're going you're, you're gonna to be able to live like Him. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. We're saying, if it's possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. We know it's hard. It's hard not to do that, not to want to just knock somebody out as they're talking mess about you, as they're as they're stabbing you in the back, as they're making false testimony against you. But let it be. Follow Jesus, and you won't worry about those things. Live in peace. The only way you can do that. Is by turning to the Prince of Peace. That's Jesus. Beloved. Do not avenge yourselves. But rather give place to wrath. He says beloved. Do not avenge yourselves. But rather give place to wrath. For it is written vengeance is mine. I will repay says the Lord. So don't. Don't repay anyone evil for evil. Just brush it off. Turn the other cheek, the Lord says. Bless those who are going to persecute you. And turn the other cheek. Wipe the dust off your feet and keep on pushing forward towards Jesus and for his work. And know that vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That's what God said right there. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So don't worry about those who who might be talking bad about you. Who might be persecuting you. Who might be whatever it may be. You know what it is. Don't worry about them. Turn the other cheek and pray for them. Love them to Jesus. Be consistent in your walk with Christ and they'll see that. You know, if you were to, if somebody were to be talking mess about you and wanting to argue with you, if you were to just not turn, if you were to turn the other cheek, you'd be heaping coals of fire on that man or that woman, as the Bible says. And we're going to actually read that here in just a minute. If you were to repay evil for evil, meaning you go and somebody punches you and you punch them back, you're doing exactly what they want. That's what they want you to do. Turn the other cheek. Do what the Lord Jesus did. Follow his word. Follow him. So he says, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. He says, if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for in doing so you will heap coals of fire on his head that's what your enemy that's the last thing your enemy wants us to do wants you to do is to love him he's gonna think why are you loving me i'm over here trying to nitpick at you i'm trying to get you to stumble but you're over here Giving me food whenever I did this to you. You're, you're giving me drink when I did this to you. In doing so, you're not going to be doing what he wants you to do. You're going to be heaping coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And we know how to do that. To overcome evil with good is to turn to Jesus For every good thing comes from God. So that's all I got for everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this study. I hope that the Lord really tugs on your heart. I hope that you go back and read it yourselves. And and kind of study it some more on your own. Just hope that everyone is uh, living their life for Jesus every day. That we're living for Jesus every day. That's the goal. That's That's the job now. No longer us that lives this life anymore. But it's Jesus who lives within us. So love your enemies. Love your brethren. Pray. Use the gifts that the Lord is giving you. And work unto him. Use them for his glory. For his honor. Be sober when you think. Don't be prideful. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Present your body a living sacrifice unto Jesus every day. Every day. So I hope you guys had a hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, again I'll say it again. If if anybody has any questions or if they just want to talk and you know me, you have my number. Please give me a call if I don't answer. I'll shoot, shoot me a text, and uh, I'll try and get a hold of you. Um, if you don't know me and you did hear uh, this podcast, um, you should be able to find my email down there. If not, I'm going to go ahead and just give you my number for anyone, who whoever this does reach, who doesn't have my number, you want to talk to me, please send me a text or a call. My number is 361 652 2140 so again if you have any questions if you have anything you want to talk about whatever it may be prayer request or criticism I don't care what it is just give me a call shoot me a text go back and read it for yourselves everybody hope everyone had a great hope everyone had a great day and God bless